Marketing has become complex, so business owners either put it at the bottom of their to-do list or they don't do it at all. But how can a business expect to grow without marketing? Yet if you think about it, marketing in its simplest form is storytelling, and selling in its simplest form is telling that story to others. So if you feel like you have been committing random acts of marketing, or you don't know what your story is, this is the podcast for you. Your host, Lisa Rabel, the founder, speaker, author, and chief storyteller at Rebel Real Marketing. Let the rebellion begin. Welcome back to the Rebel Girl's Guide to Marketing podcast. I am your host, Lisa Rabel, the founder, speaker, author, and chief storyteller at Rebel Girl Marketing. All month, we've been talking about chapter two of my book, The Rebel Girl's Guide to Marketing, Stop Committing Random Acts of Marketing. And we've been taking that first step in your marketing strategy journey of figuring out why you need marketing in the first place. And no, it's not only for brand awareness and getting new customers. There are four other reasons, and today we're going to be discussing those last two of the six reasons I outlined in the book, as well as some pro tips on planning and that ever-dreaded word, budget. So, buckle up. Here we go. One reason you're going to need marketing is if you are launching a new product or service. Now, this is all about hype. It's all about creating that FOMO, the fear of missing out if you don't get this product or service. Now, in the book on page 38, I talk about one rebel mindset, which if you've been listening to this podcast, you will know that's kind of my way of cutting through the brass tacks and getting down to business. So, so on page 38 of the book, I have a rebel mindset here and it says, get excited about it. Build the anticipation and give the audience a glimpse of why they need it by showcasing a feature or two before it is available. Now, combining the the launching a new product with upselling to existing customers is a great way to build that brand awareness, to build that brand loyalty with your existing customers. Because what you could do if you have a new product or service coming out is offer it to them first. Offer the new product or service to the existing customers first. And then what happens is that even if they don't buy it, it will increase the brand loyalty because you thought of them first. And my cat Lucy obviously agrees. She just came in to say hi, by the way. Now, this is an example I've used before, but it really works in this whole concept. I mean, before a movie comes out, how many months before it comes out do you actually hear about it, right? It's being hyped. Coming out in July 4th, you know, 2023, blah, 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 movie. It's all about the hype. And so when it does come, it's like, you know what? I've been hearing about this for a long time. We need to go get this. And that's the same thing for a new product or service. This is coming out. You might want to you might want to stop by and get it. But what's happening is here is that what people don't do is they don't, they're not ready when it comes out. And so they're like, they go all the hype and stuff, but then people want it. They're not ready to fully provide the product or service that they hyped about. So remember, it's all about being ready once it comes out to fulfill any orders you may have. Remember, what we're going to do here is we're going to under-promise and over-deliver. So when you have a new product or service, it's all about the hype 
and it's all about building that customer loyalty with existing customers and getting the message out there. Now, the last reason, reason number six, that I think you need to concentrate on marketing and figure out why you need marketing is for hiring purposes. Now, as a reminder, during the buying process, 70%, up to 70% of the buying process is done online. It's done remotely through your digital footprint. Way before you even know that that new customer exists, they're checking you out online. So in the same concept, you do the same thing when you're hiring a new team member. Before they apply or walk into the door for an interview with you, they're checking you out online. I mean, if you all you ever post about is sell, 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 buy, 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 I mean, and you never give, give them a glimpse into what it is to work, like to work with you, your competitors might be doing this and you're going to be behind the eight ball on this one. So if you don't talk about your team members and how much you love them, if you don't talk about your culture, if you don't talk about how fun it is to work with you or how, um, how inspiring it is to work with you, it, you're, you're, you're making hiring a whole lot harder on yourself. You can use marketing as a tool to build the awareness, just like your products and services, of what it is like to work with your organization. Now, Amazon does a very good job at this. They're, they have commercials all the time about recruiting, yet you don't have to have a gazillion dollars to get your point across. All you need to do is include events or celebrations that you do with your team in your social posts. You know, have a page online or careers page that has smiling team members. Okay, by the way, this is a huge pet peeve of mine, and it's happened more times than I want to admit with people who have hired me, I look at their careers page and they're sitting there working like no smile, no nothing. It's like, I don't know. I wouldn't want to work for that company if that's what you look like all day. Have smiling team members on your careers page. Have examples of the kind of work that you do. That's a really good way of doing it. And again, it doesn't take a lot of money. It just takes thought. If you're, if you're posting online on social media or if you're putting it on your website, Make sure it looks like people actually enjoy working with you. Okay, off the soapbox of that one. So if you have a value statement or a cultural mission statement written down, share that on your career page on your website. Or better yet, take a video of your team members talking about how much they love working with you and working for you. Because nothing says people are amazing or products are amazing if it's somebody else besides yourself. So um, try to get that down. That's a really good way of doing it. So in these last two things about either launching a new product or service or for hiring purposes, the name of the game is hype. Hype in your marketing, building up that excitement and showing your enthusiasm about that new product or growing your team. Speaking of getting excited about something, let's take a moment and hear from our sponsor. If you want to get started with podcasting today, but you don't know where to start, I've got just the thing for you, Spotify. Spotify for podcasters is a free app on iOS and Android. This app is specifically designed to help you get started with simplicity. It will also distribute your show to other platforms like Apple Podcasts and, well, Spotify. 
So to get started today, check out the link in the description. Spotify, a better way to podcast. Now back to today's episode. Welcome back. Throughout the month, we've been talking about why you need marketing in the first place. So as a review, here are all six reasons that we've been talking about. Brand awareness and awareness of what you sell. One. Number two, bringing in new customers. Number three, upselling to existing customers. Reason four, why you need marketing is to establish yourself as a subject matter expert. Five, launching a new product or service. And then number six, hiring for your growing team. Here's another reminder. I've been talking about this all month. You get to pick two. Yes, only Two, if you pick more, then your message is going to be diluted and your audience is going to be confused. But here's the best part. Here's the best part. It's not forever. Things change in your business. And so you need reasons to change your marketing. You might not be hiring. So why would you do marketing for hire? You might not be launching a new a new product or service. You know what I mean? It's like, so you need to evaluate, which brings me to the next section of the book, which is all about planning. So let's take an excerpt from the book, page 41. And in chapter two, uh, page 41, I talk about time is money, so it's spend it wisely. So I'm going to read a couple of paragraphs here from the book to get my point across about this. So here's an excerpt from the book. Most organizations have busy times and slow times of the year. Planning two or three months ahead at minimum is key to having less stress and more fun when it comes to your marketing efforts. During your high revenue generating months, set aside funds to spend on marketing during the slow months. Remember, consistency keeps your brand in front of your audience so that when they need what you sell, they think of you first. So like the title of this chapter, it's easy to find yourself committing random acts of marketing. Here's what usually happens. When you have a full customer load, your marketing tends to stop. Then, when your customer load is light, you find your sales funnel is empty and there are no prospects. Does this sound familiar? So, yes, marketing takes time and time is money. So if you're spending time and money instead of time working with your customers or worse, not spending time with family and friends and enjoying life, then it's time to outsource your marketing, end quote. The point about this is that I'm not going to really get on my soapbox here, but what's happening is that, how do I say this nicely? If you're not a marketing expert, you're probably spending a lot more time and money on your marketing than you need to. And so it's time to, it's time to maybe consider outsourcing. And what does that mean? Um, outsourcing is something that you can do. You can either have somebody on your team do your marketing for you. You can hire a marketing organization, a marketing strategist, or something like that to kind of get you get you moving forward. One of the services that I have is is a marketing strategy session. And what we simply do is we talk about the five things you need to create a marketing strategy. I teach you how to do the marketing. So you can go out and do it yourself. I'm not there forever. So what happens is that that goes into the budget, right? 
In chapter two, we also talk about budgets. And depending upon which rule of thumb you're thinking about or which one you read, you can spend anywhere from 1.5% to 5% of your annual revenue on marketing. Now, this is a good starting point. But again, that 1.5 or 5% can include that outsourcing to somebody else to have them help you with your marketing. You might need a content writer. You might need a graphic designer. You might need a web designer. I don't know what you need, but think about it that way. And so what I want you to really focus on when it comes to your budgeting and when it comes to your marketing is your time. Again, if you're spending more time on your marketing effort than actually sitting in front of your customers to make that money, that's when it's time to outsource. Now, what to look for when you're outsourcing marketing, that is an episode entirely of itself, so you're going to have to wait on that one, but I want you to at least start thinking about it. So, what I will say is that when you spend time and money in your marketing, it's an investment in the longevity of your business. That's what marketing is all about. Next week, we start talking about chapter three of the book, The Rebel Girl's Guide to Marketing, which is about what you sell. And spoiler alert, it's not just about your products and services. It's about problems and emotions too. Until next week, have a great week. Cheers.